Hello and welcome club members. Welcome to the Big Kids Club. I'm your host, your leader, your club president, Jazzy. Now, for the very first episode of the Big Kids Club, I'm going to have to give a spoilers alert. I'm, I'm about to spoil some stuff, some shows, some movies, because today we're talking about good and bad live actions today. We're going to start off with the good, though, because I don't have too much to say about them. And, you know, since they were good, like, I have one small critique in one of them, but aside from that, overall, they were good. So, for the good live actions, we're going to be talking about Bleach, Full Metal Alchemist, and Attack on Titan. Now, my only critique that I will talk about is with Full Metal Alchemist. Only because I wear weaves, I, wear, I used to wear extensions, but, you know, I'm not heavily, but like, I'm, I'm in the, the wig game. And my only thing is, I wish when they had gave Ed, or the actor who played as Ed, the extensions in his hair, I wish that they had at least grown his hair out so that his natural hair can blend in with the extensions more. Or they could just they could have just got him a three sixty wig, and just secured that thing down with the swiftness of God, cause that's my only critique. It just bothers me when you can see that it's not really blended. It's not really yeah. It's not really blended in well. I don't like it. I know when you talk about blending, that's makeup, but I just forgot the word I was trying to say. But that's my only thing. Aside from that, I mean. They were true to the source material and the costume designs were good. And of course, like the editing and everything, because these are all not natural, at least that we know of. These are all not natural to the human world. So in all, all in all, 10 out of 10 would recommend because they stuck to the, to the source material. I just can't preach that enough. Because, especially Attack on Titan, I don't know, I think the creator of the show was like, my goal, he said, I think he said his goal was to terrify his audience. He did a good job, because when I saw the anime, back in high school, when it had came out, I was afraid, there was this one window upstairs, I was afraid to walk by, and it was right next door to my room, I was afraid to walk past it, because I was so afraid to see a titan just sitting there looking at me with that little weird smile on its face, eyes wide open, not blinking. And I was afraid it was going to snatch me up. Do y'all understand how terrifying it is to not want to go to the bathroom or your room because there's a window right in between that pathway? Attack on Titan is a terrifying concept. And for them to embody that fear and just like, carnivorous spirit into a live action was terrifying and I don't know if y'all remember but like the first glimpse we saw of a live action Titan was that car commercial and like everybody was like nah I'm so good on that everybody's like I'm getting that car because if that car can outrun Titans I'm getting it but like they captured the fear of it and with Bleach I haven't seen Bleach in a long time and I don't even think I really finished the show because I just, I didn't know what episode I needed to see. Adult Swim did not help me. 
But with Bleach, I think they did a pretty decent job. I'm glad that they did it for Rukia. They didn't give her that little awkward little hairstyle that Rukia has because that would have been a thumbs down for me. But I think they did a pretty good with all of them. And also, Death Note, the original live action, not the one we're going to be talking about later. The Japanese cast. It was well done. And again, they stuck to the dang source material. And as I was doing my research, I found that there's live actions to these two animes, which were actually really good. And I'm mad it took me so long to actually start watching them. But Psyche K, I found out there was a live action of that in Assassination Classroom. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what game it was, but I know that the teacher, the little alien thing, he was in some anime fighting game and he terrified the mess out of me. But then I finally started watching the show and I was like, this is actually very entertaining. But now that we talked about the good live actions, let's go to the bad ones. Because, woo, were they bad. Let's just go, let's just go in order a little bit. So, for all you people, I feel bad for all the Dragon Ball Z fans or Dragon Ball fans. Because... If y'all remember Dragon Ball Evolution, that was a terrible movie. Now, there were some cool parts. Like, in the beginning, when um, Goku and his white ass sitting there um, going to the um, Chi-Chi's house party. I liked that scene because he was told he couldn't fight, I believe. And so he was dodging all the attacks and having the guys wreck their own car. I thought that was a cool scene. But that was it. So first of all, Goku is white. I I just I I had to rewatch it because I just re- I, I remembered it. But then like, why? And they tried to give him his hairstyle, but like, it just doesn't look right. At least. I don't know if like they needed to have different actors in it to help the live action out, but like it was just a terrible adaptation. Like one, it it, it wasn't really it didn't really stick with the source material, because aside from that, like they aside from that, the only thing they got right was the fact that Goku could do kamehamehas and Piccolo was green. That's the only things they really got right. Because Boma, instead of getting hurt, they could have went to Party City. I don't even know if Party City was a thing in 2009. But they could have went to Party City, got her a little cheap little blue wig. Probably would have looked way better at, than what they did. Her hairstyle looked good. But like the fact that we were supposed to know that that was Boma, if she didn't say her name, we would have, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would not have known who that character was supposed to be. They gave her one little blue streak. Not even like a couple of blue, blue streaks in her hair. Just one. And her little bang. But like, I had to. I'm sorry. Excuse me for that one. But they gave her a, like one little strip of blue in her hair. And we were supposed to know that that was Boma. Heck, if you if they didn't say that Chi Chi was Chi Chi, I wouldn't have known that. But then the thing that upset me the most was like, June Park was in it. He was in that monstrosity. 
So for those who don't know who Jun Park is, he is a South Korean, I believe he's a rapper. But he was, he's a part of this um, older K-pop group that came out maybe like early 2000s, maybe even the 90s. I'm pretty sure the 90s is more correct. But he's a part of this group called G.O.D. Their music's really good. You, you should go check it out. But like, when I found out that he was a part of that monstrosity, I was so disappointed in his life choices. Like, he looked good. I believe he was Yamcha, even though Yamcha is really useless. He looked good. But, like, why? why? Why would you choose to be a part of that? I just don't understand. And then the Kamehameha was, I don't understand what they thought they were doing there. Like, why did Goku need to jump through the Kamehameha? I did not understand that at all. It just, it was a mess. It was just a hot mess. But we're going to move on to our number two, which is the most recent Death Note live action. So for those who are fans of Death Note, excuse me, I'm getting my water. For those who are fans of Death Note, I know y'all were disappointed. Again, this is another anime I didn't finish, but I did. I was an avid um, anime watcher of this series. And I genuinely liked the anime. Just the fact, like the whole concept of the show. A high schooler, Light Megami, I think his name is. Hold on, let me look it up. So I'm not saying nobody's name wrong. Boop, boop, boop. Death. Noped. Boom. Oh, not a period. Boom. Go. Okay. Where is that? Light Yagami. Not Bigami. Yagami. Light Yagami. So, Death Note is about Light Yagami. He's just walking around going about his average life. And he finds a notebook. And it just so happens to be the ne- the Death Note. And he just starts, once he figures out how to use it, he just starts offing people. Offing people so often that the police are having to get involved. And that's where we get introduced to Light. Bless his soul. Reminder. Spoiler alerts. But there were so, they were all so lovable characters. But then, like... They made, okay, first of all, I have no problem with when you make an adaptation, you make it into like a different version towards like, it's in your country. So like the original Death Note was in Japan. This Death Note was in America. But my thing is, stick to the source material. If a character acts a certain way, let them act that certain way. Like with Light. Light, he is a calm guy. He knows how to play his cards. He does not reveal that he is Kira. Because that's what they're calling the the killer. Kira. He doesn't reveal that he's Kira until like way towards the end of the anime. But in this live action movie, he tells Misa, or in this case, Mia. He's like, yeah, I'm Kira. You want to see the Death Note? This is where I kill everybody in. And that's like... That's not how it's supposed to go. Like, despite, like the all the characters were off. Like, Mia. 
Misa Misa. Let's just let's do the Japanese and then go to the American one. Misa Misa. She is devoted to light. She will do anything he says. But in the American version, Mia, she is just crazy for no reason. Like, I don't know what went on with her, what happened to her, but she is just crazy. Like, she's sitting there yelling at light, like, give me the death note. And it's like, what, what, what happened? Do you need a hug? Because you obviously don't need the death note. It was just so much unnecessary, unnecessary, I can't English. There was so much unnecessary stuff that was added and taken away from this, from this manga for no reason. But I digress because we haven't even got to number one. This is the worst. Number one, my most hated, like I hate this with a passion, is The Last Airbender. Now, for those who know me, know that I love this show. I watched this when it first came out on Nickelodeon. I have the box set, and I had I got my little brother into watching it too. And I will get the rest of my siblings into watching it if they haven't seen it either. But, for those who don't know, Avatar The Last Airbender is about The Last Airbender, Aang, who finds out he's the Avatar, runs away, and is encased in ice in a hundred years with his um with his sky bison, Appa, and uh, so a hundred years later, while he's in the ice, a whole war breaks out because the Fire Nation's greedy, and the and then Katara and Sokka, are siblings, they find Aang, in the block of ice, and they're able to get him out accidentally, and you know. He finds out that there's a war. He's he's the only hope to saving the world from the Fire Nation. And he has to do it by the end of the summer, which isn't that far away. So yeah, it's a good show. They take their time, or they took their time with it. They have it in episodes in for a reason, so you can understand the characters. You can grow with the characters. And that's the thing about... The, um, that's the thing about the show. You're growing with the characters. More specifically, Aang especially, because he's a 12-year-old boy. He's a, technically 112 years old, but he is a 12-year-old boy. He's still a kid, but he is forced to, he's forced to grow up and mature because if he does, if he doesn't, then the rest of the world is screwed. And so he chooses, since he had, since he received his second chance, he matures and grows to save the world. But granted, they only did book one, which they didn't get no more books after this. But with this monstrosity that was created by M. Night Shyamalan, that's right, I'm saying the director's name because how dare you? First of all, basic storyline you got right. But like... You mispronounce their names. In this movie, Aang is pronounced Ong. Sokka is pronounced Soka, and he's not funny. That was Sokka's like main attribute until he starts getting serious about um, learning how to fight. Because you know Sokka's the only non-bender of the group. That was his like his main thing, and any of the jokes that they did have weren't funny. 
They just weren't. They made the whole, like, they made the whole Fire Nation Indian. Like, I understand Indian is still Asian, but with the show, they have specific things that were from specific cultures. Mainly in eight, no, not mainly. All of them were some part of Asian culture. There wasn't really any Indian-esque, well, the library. When they were in the desert. The library, I could give them that. Say it was somewhat Indian based building. I cannot English. I don't know why. But like, I don't understand why you had to change the whole race of the, um, of a whole nation. They were obviously Chinese. But I don't understand why. They whitewashed Sokka and Katara. They were obviously Eskimo. Or, um, what what was the other, um, the indigenous people? We're going to say that for right now. Forgive me if I offend anybody with that one. But, I just don't understand why they had to change so much. And from what I saw, um, M. Night Shyamalan didn't really have the creators of the show. Like, they created the whole idea and everything. I forgot their names, but they didn't really have them... Um, use any of their input about the movie, and then even Dante Bosco, the um the actor who played as Zuko, does not like the live action. And that's sad when you even have like the people who were in the original just like look at them like what the fuck is this? And that's literally what everybody has said when they like I'm mad I made my parents waste their money, so I can see that film. Like, I forgot, I think I was seeing Spy Kids. Me and my sister, we were going to see Spy Kids in theaters. And then that was the trailer while we were watching Spy Kids. You see Aang bending, you see him, like, doing martial arts. And then once we noticed that he was blowing out candles without, like, being around them, we were so hyped and we were so disappointed at the end of that movie when we saw The Last Airbender. It was so disappointing. And they tried to rush a whole season into an hour-something movie. They shouldn't have done that. They should have just, like, had it to where they could have more time to actually explain stuff. And they were explaining stuff that didn't need to be explained yet. Like, with the whole spirit world. That didn't really get explained until later on in the show. They didn't have to explain that. And then the grandma explaining the nations and whatnot... It's just, it's just bad. And the pacing was terrible as well. Like, the bending was terrible. It took Earthbenders a whole dance break choreography just to move some pebbles. The Fire Nation couldn't produce their own fire. And that's what really pissed me off. Like, I... I the name pronunciation, it didn't, it irked me. But what mess, what got on my nerves the most was the fact that the firebenders couldn't, the, how come a, the firebenders could not bend their own fire? They couldn't produce their own fire. That's what made them so scary was the fact that they could produce their own fire and they threatened people because they knew they could do that. They knew that fire was a dangerous thing. They even quoted that in the show. But they couldn't produce their own fire unless fire was there. And, like, they just became instantly not scary. Zuko wasn't scary at all. So I was hoping that, you know, 
they could at least produce their own fire. But that didn't do anything. But M. Night Shyamalan's definitely not making no book two. And I'm still waiting on that new Netflix adaptation, which I heard that the creators were working on. But then I also heard that they weren't working on it anymore. So I don't know what to believe in no more. Like, if I just have to sit and just watch my, watch the cartoon all over again, I'm fine with that. But, like, no more bad live actions. And if you do a live action, just stick to the source material. Do your research. Spend some time with it. Take it out on a nice date before you just show it to the world. I'm just saying. That's just me personally. Stop doing it, Mr. Shyamalan. Stick to your own ideas, not someone else's. Okay, now before we go, we're going to end this on my favorite thing on Reddit. Am I the asshole? So, today's Am I the Asshole is... Am I the asshole for keeping it real and telling my friends that they don't fit into my life anymore? Oh gosh, that they don't fit into my life anymore. This sounds like it's going to be personal and I love it. Let's go. Okay, so I have a group of friends who I love dearly, but I am not the same person I was when we all met. Understandable. I have wanted to change so many things in my life and I couldn't because I was and am an alcoholic. Oh, this is personal. Okay. This group of friends is nothing but drinking. Oh, you're not an asshole at all. I'm calling it right now. I can't do it anymore. I need to change my destiny, my legacy. I've tried to tell them numerous times, but they always pressure me with the one last time thing. And I was weak and always went for it. I'm calling it right now. He is not the asshole for wanting to better his life. A few weeks ago, it was my birthday, my 29th birthday. They all ganged up on me and convinced me to go out drinking. Well, stayed home and drank. So I decided to do it and it was a mistake. The entire time I was regretting the decision and as I got drunker and drunker, I got sadder that I was doing it. A few days ago, I sent a group text to all my friends and basically told them that I've tried to get sober for years and it's incredibly hard. And as friends, I would have thought they'd be happy for me and supportive. But instead, they do the opposite and pressure me to drink. What the fuck? Okay. They know drinking gets in the way of my plans for my life, but it seems they don't care. Anyways, I told them that I am moving forward with my life, and as for now, I don't see any of them in my future. I've gotten calls and texts, but have ignored them all. I feel better. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulder, but at the same time, I can't help but feel like I was kind of a dick. And, oh wait, I think they may am. Am I the wrong one here? Not at all. Okay, so, me personally, I don't feel bad when I have to cut people out of my life to better myself. And especially with, like, especially with him knowing he's an alcoholic and he's trying to change that. And the people around you should respect you and if they can try to help you, they shouldn't be like, hey, you want to get a drink? And from what it seems like. They all knew he was an alcoholic and he was trying to stop drinking. He's not the asshole at all. His friends are. Yeah, he's not in the wrong at all. Let's read some of the comments. Yep, not the asshole. Friends that pressure you to do something they know you don't want to do aren't friends. And that's on what? Period. I'm proud of you. I'm sure it wasn't easy. 
Exactly, exactly. You're not the asshole at all. Let's read a different one. Yeah, he's not the asshole. Asshole. I wish I had a mallet with me. I can just be like, not the asshole. Ooh, I'm going to get one of those. That'd be perfect. So instead of like, guilty, not guilty, you're the asshole. Ding, ding, you're not the asshole. Okay, I'm going to get one. Okay. Oh, this one is long. Okay. But I feel like it's going to be a good one, just like the last one. Okay. So they're saying, am I the asshole? Wife got my sister fired. I'm already not liking it. I'm currently fighting with my wife. She has a high position at a university. She has her PhD and has little respect for people who don't have an education. I already do not like your wife. My sister is the same age as my wife, and she is also very successful, probably a bit more than my wife. She doesn't have the education my wife does, but she has managed to be be successful. She does lie on her resume saying she has a bachelor's degree. I mean... I can already see, sort of see where this might go. You can't be lying about your degrees. That, I think, isn't that like, that's illegal. You can't do that. Recently, my sister was hired as a, as a big wig for a company in NYC. I don't know what that means. My wife was so angry when she heard about it. She said that my sister was a liar and, and a fraud and that she should never have been given the job. Let's not your place to call, but okay. Flash forward two weeks. My sister calls me to tell me that she was let go because someone called the office to let them know that she did not have a BA degree. I mean, your wife technically, I mean, your sister technically hasn't, shouldn't have lied about getting, about having a bachelor's degree, but from his wife was totally an asshole for doing that. When I brought this up to my wife, she admitted that she did, in fact, call my sister's job and let them know. I was stunned with this news. My sister was responsible for taking care of our sick mother. Ooh, I'm not liking this wife at all anymore again. And she is an incredible person. She has worked over two decades in her field, and she has been very successful. I'm aware that she should not lie on her resume, but the company hired her after a background check. And at the end of the day, I think they meant who the fuck cares. They put WTF cares. Oh, that's probably what they meant. Ah, ignore that. Okay, let's continue. I had a huge fight with my wife about butting into my sister's business. I pointed out that she that she herself has lied about her experiences at times and that she should have stayed out of it. Now my sister is unemployed and I have no idea how she is going to pay for our mother's nursing home fees. I have little money and my wife certainly isn't going to help. The decision by my wife is causing unbelievable ripples in our family. My sister helps pay for our niece's college. Oh my gosh. She's paid for our other sister's medical career, medical care after major surgery, and she also helped out by paying for my rehab three years ago when my insurance wouldn't cover the full 30 days. She also donates 10% of her income to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. She's a good person who didn't have the chance to go to college. My wife is livid with me for being angry with her. She says that I should support her and understand that this is a major issue for her. People lying about degrees, etc., and that is my sister's fault for lying, and that maybe now she'll get she'll get a job that she's actually qualified for. I have not told my sister that my wife got her fired, and my wife has threatened to leave me if I tell her. Am I the asshole for being angry at my wife for doing this to my sister? Am I the asshole for not telling my sister how this happened? 
oh my gosh, that was a lot. We just went on a whole storyboard trip. So, the wife was definitely the asshole in this whole situation. Granted, like he said in the thing, lying on your resume is bad at all. Is 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 not is bad. I can't English. Lying on your resume is not good. There we go. And especially when you're lying about when you like what colleges you went to if you haven't. Like I forgot what their names are, but like I think it was like Lauren the the aunt that played in Full House. She um she had paid for her daughter to go to school and yeah, but she like wasn't really in school. Lying about that kind of stuff is not right at all. And in most cases, I don't know exactly because, you know, I don't really know the law that well, but it's illegal. But it's also not the wife's place to be, to, to, to have told her job, to have told the sister's um, job that she didn't have a bachelor's degree. In my personal opinion, aside from if you're like teaching or whatnot, because you do need a degree to teach, you need, you need to have a was it a bachelor's degree to teach public schools like high school and whatnot and you need a doctorate to teach college but from what it seems like she's not in a teaching field and like what the husband has said her his wife is putting ripples in their relationship and the sister is doing a lot for the family she's paying for everybody's medical fees especially their mom's nursing home fees and if the wife's not gonna help with the family she needs to keep her mouth shut what was the question am i not supposed to be angry no you're not the asshole for being angry at your sister and um uh, now and the fact that if if he's an asshole for not telling his sister how it all happened i'm on the fence about that Cause I mean, I feel like he should tell her, but I feel like the wife should be the one to tell her as well. But I feel like as a sibling, you should tell, that's something that you should tell your sibling. Like just be open about it. Like, Hey, I know you got fired and that was my wife's fault. I have already confronted her about it, but. She still feels like it was her, her place to tell, to um, to snitch. That's, I can't think of any other words right now. But yeah, he is not the asshole at all. He definitely should tell his sister though. Someone needs to tell his sister why she's unemployed and doesn't have a job. And why she won't be able to help around the family for a while. But, oh, I just remember what I was about to say. And a lot of jobs... Like on the, a lot of stuff, it says you need certain degrees or you need to have a certain level of education. But a lot of these jobs, a lot of these jobs, you don't need higher education. I, like I will say, get get your degrees, guys. Even if the job that you want it doesn't require it, or even if you end up changing your career choice after you get the degree, still get the degree. But a lot of jobs don't need degrees like they say they need a degree but there's a bunch of people that are working jobs and they didn't go to college for a lot of the stuff you can learn online like youtube and whatnot and a lot of stuff you can just 
pick up or get your associate's degree, but like, yeah, the wife is definitely the asshole. Let's read some comments. Not the asshole. If your wife threatens to leave you for telling others about her actions, that's a pretty good indication that she's, I don't know what TA means. The asshole? Probably. Also, she's a giant asshole for throwing around divorce as means to manipulate your behavior. A hundred percent. She'd rather divorce you than own up and feel embarrassed by her shitty actions, which speaks volumes about her. That part. That is, she has a terrible personality if she threatened you with divorce to keep you in a relationship that obviously she's the toxic one in the relationship. And then people, of course, are like, this is spot on. And that's ridiculous. Wow, these were really good. Well, they, I, there's some really good ones today. I like it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that was really good. <laughs>